Welcome to the Daily Dose of the Dow Podcast, teaching you about the stock market and investing in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host and stock trader, Chris Rocco. What's up, guys? Welcome to Episode 8 of the Daily Dose of the Dow Podcast. Well, yesterday's podcast was timed pretty damn well, huh? I uh, planned on talking about Tesla's overvaluation and my bear case for Tesla for a couple days. I had that on the top of my head and I wanted to make a podcast about it. And the day I record and publish the podcast, you know what happened to Tesla yesterday. Tesla shares dropped 7%, almost 8%. And as of recording, it looks like they may have another down day today. So uh, maybe you guys should listen to me more. <laughs> anyway, today we will be shifting gears a little bit, and I'm going to try to get you guys prepared to strategically trade the Airbnb IPO today and some future hot IPOs in the future. And there's a couple of um, important things you should know when trading uh, these hot IPOs. Just laying some groundwork out and, and a couple rules that you should uh, always follow when trading IPOs and and high-volume stocks like Airbnb, DoorDash, and all the recent IPO names that could... And and these stocks make crazy moves throughout the day. Like, I mean, DoorDash was up an insane 85% on the first day of trading. And of course, most of those gains are not from the public investor like me or you. It's from the private investors and those who get in before it goes public. So shifting back to Airbnb, I think Airbnb is a really, really good company, and it's an excellent stock to own for the long term. However, what we've seen from DoorDash and uh, the I, uh, i3AM or something like that, the stock today, buyers have to be very careful when investing on day one. I mean, IPOs are, are crazy on day one, and it's really hard to predict. You can't use past uh, past charts. I like to use past charts when I'm trading to see if there's double tops or double bottoms or any trends. But really, an IPO, you have nothing to go after other than just momentum and kind of thinking what other people are going to be doing. And that's not really the way to trade and that's not really the way to invest. Like You have to invest. You have to have um, some conviction when investing. And if you're just going off what you think other people are going to do, it's really not a good, uh, wise way to invest. So I try to stay away from investing in IPOs day one, um, but that might not be the case tomorrow. So I'm going to tell you this. The number one rule of thumb is do not use market orders or you will get fucked. All right, I guess I have to label this podcast as explicit <laughs> because I use the word fuck, but that's true. Do not use market orders or you will get fucked. You will simply just get screwed over and, and filled at a ridiculously high price. Market orders are not really, they should not be used for IPOs and high volume stocks, but some dumb people use them and they actually, they get crushed and they, they're like, oh, my broker, my broker. No, it's not your broker. It's just, it's you being stupid, putting in a market order when you should be, when you should know better and put in a limit order. Um, market orders are used for stocks that have low trading volume. So it might be hard to get your order filled if you have a limit order for those stocks, but that's not the case with high-volume stocks and high-volume IPOs like Airbnb, DoorDash, um, and in the past like Dropbox, stuff like that. So when there's huge amount of volume, 
use limit orders. Got that? All right. So today and, and yesterday, I've been looking at past charts of the IPOs and past um, trends and stuff. So you, I, I've looked. That's a, one way to bring some conviction to what you're doing, looking at past charts of, of other IPOs. But of course, the, the, all IPOs are different and you don't know how people are going to react. There's different... Um, there's just different trends for every stock and every IPO, of course. But from what I've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, you normally have an initial burst, an initial fly up to the high of the day within the first hour or two of trading. And then you get a, a pretty violent sell off. You kind of stabilize and then go down a little bit more to, to end the day. That's what we've seen for the, pa- the past three IPOs. I saw that with DoorDash, I saw that with uh, Snowflake. And I saw that with that um, AI uh, IPO today. So those are three pretty, um, like pretty big IPOs, and they both had the same trend. So I fully expect that trend to continue with Airbnb. So be careful. Be very, very careful. Don't go right in and expect it to just run up throughout the whole day, because a lot of the people who got in before the stock went public are going to be selling. People who are private investors are going to be selling exercising their share, whatever. That's what's going to happen. But I do think Airbnb is definitely the most highly anticipated uh, IPO of 2020. So that's the other thing. I don't really know. But DoorDash is a pretty highly anticipated IPO, and so is Snowflake. And they all had those trends. Just don't jump right in when it goes public. When it, Within like a minute or two, don't jump in because you have no trend to look at. You have... You have nothing to look at, so just give it at least an hour or two. That's my little. That's my little thing. Uh, I've also noticed a lot of IPOs dip on the day after trading. So if you're not interested in buying the first day of Airbnb IPOing or any of the IPOs, maybe look in the second day because a lot of them have dipped in the second day, and it looks like DoorDash will be negative tomorrow, and so will AI. So those are two trends and two different IPOs that. Um, are holding true. So like recent examples have shown the more popular an IPO, the later in its life comes the dip. And off the top of my head, I can think of Dropbox, you got Pinterest, Peloton. They all showed sustained gains after their IPO. And you know, I'd be willing to bet it was because of the popularity of the IPO. It was it was the anticipation of the IPO. Those are huge IPOs, Dropbox, Pinterest, Peloton, and Airbnb is going to be a really big IPO too. And I I don't know, I think we'll get a sell-off after the first day, and that might be all you get, and then it might run up steadily for the next weeks or months. So Airbnb is definitely the most highly anticipated, and if we're going off that trend, uh, I anticipate a huge run-up the first day, bit of a sell-off the second day, maybe the third day a little bit more, and then we're going to run up. So maybe it's wise to go into Airbnb after a couple days, if that's what you're thinking. But this is just my opinion, and I don't know what could happen. I really don't. I'm just looking at past trends and, and making educational guesses. So if you're not into the riskier trading, and I would certainly say IPO trading is pretty risky because, like I said, these stocks don't have past trends you can look at. You can only look at other stocks to look for past trends, which is a little bit more dicey because every stock has different trends and, and will develop different trading patterns. With that being said, if you're not interested in the risky trading and are a more conservative trader or investor, 
consider an IP consider a Renaissance IPO ETF. Um, it's done phenomenal this year, and there's no. Um, it's obvious why it's done so phenomenal. Phenomenal. The IPO market has been insane this year, and I anticipate Airbnb to close out the year with a really really big bang for the IPO market. It's probably the best IPO market in history. I mean, I'd be willing to bet that. And it looks like 2021 is going to be a good IPO market too. So if you're more risk adverse and would like to have a more conservative approach to the IPO market, try out Renaissance IPO ETF. And this is pulled right from their fact sheet. It is designed to provide investors with efficient exposure to a portfolio of U.S. listed newly public companies ahead of their inclusion in core equity portfolios by tracking the rules-based Renaissance IPO index designed by Renaissance, Renaissance Capital Research to hold the largest, most liquid, newly listed U.S. IPOs, the Renaissance IPO ETF includes the most economically significant new public companies. Sizable IPOs are added on a fast entry basis, and the rest are added during scheduled quarterly reviews. Companies that have been public for two years are removed at the next quarterly review. So the Renaissance IPO gives you excellent exposure to a wide variety of new IPOs, hot IPOs. You'll certainly get Airbnb in there, DoorDash is in there, I'm sure Snowflake is in there. So it's a good way to have exposure to the hot IPO market and maybe not go all risky into one IPO. I recommend that. I am invested in that and it's been excellent for me. But that's not to say I'm not going to invest in Airbnb or any of the other IPOs specifically. So I will be carefully trading Airbnb tomorrow. I'm looking for a little bit of a pullback on Friday. I'll likely then re-enter into half of my long position. It is going to be a long-term investment for me. I'm going to hold it for months, likely years. And then we'll see what happens from there. Um, I'm planning on putting a, a pretty sizable amount into Airbnb but I'm not going to go all in at once because that's not wise to do. So I will keep you guys updated with that. We'll see what happens tomorrow. going to be an interesting day. Um, and today's going to be an interesting day with the Airbnb IPO. I mean, I'm so excited. Only a couple hours from now, we're going to be trading Airbnb. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. Happy trading. If you take one thing from this podcast, don't use market orders on IPOs. It'll fuck you over. All right. Good luck, guys. Enjoy the rest of your trading. And excuse me. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday and happy trading. Peace.